0: Hello and welcome to the Class Act podcast with Lauren and Braun. This week we've got the usual roundup for Hot Take and also we'll be
1: discussing Sally Rooney's second novel Normal People and having a bit of a chat about life as a uni student in today's world.
0: So getting straight into our weekly news roundup is... The news that police investigating Rita Ora's lockdown birthday party have found that the CCTV at the venue was turned off to avoid capturing images of celebs like Cara and Poppy Delevingne breaching the lockdown rules. The singer has described the party, which was held on the 28th of November, as a spur of the moment thing. Yet if an average Joe like me or you wanted to have a spur of the moment party, would be fined 10 grand and be stormed by Pretty Patel at six o'clock in the morning. So Rita Ora and her team paid the owner of the venue £5,000, got the windows blacked out in advance and managed to get away with it until the police knocked at the door.
1: Yeah, absolute snakes. And speaking of snaky behaviour. A pharmacist in Wisconsin has been done for trying to spoil hundreds of COVID vaccines to try and make them unusable. A bit like the Grinch who stole Christmas, Steve Brandenburg, who's 46, removed a load of the jabs from the fridge on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day before planting them back in the fridge the next day before anyone noticed fifty-seven people had already received doses before anyone realized that he tampered with them, and he's going to plead guilty when he appears in court charged with reckless disregard and tampering with consumer products.
0: I don't know why anybody would actually do that, but okay Steve um and so finally. Boris Johnson has said that schools won't open until the 8th of March at the earliest, which has left plenty of kids across the country over the moon. So in my view, I just think, how are the kids, when they actually go back to school, going to like get used to it? Like imagine if you're doing, I don't know, like your GCSEs or whatever, and then by the time you go back to school, you're suddenly like halfway through your A-levels. I just think that's going to be a bit of a jump.
1: Yeah, the early mornings will cripple them more than anything
0: oh get on the scholars bus again
1: (laughs) i really don't understand what school like these people are going to or went to who are saying things like oh the kids like poor kids think of the kids they're missing out on school personally i would have been absolutely delighted if my school was off for like a year because i hated every single second of it (laughs)
0: My sister absolutely loves being off, like, she misses her pals and stuff, but she just gets to sit in bed with a cup of coffee, like, listening to our teachers do the lessons. She loves it. Yeah, exactly. That's the life.
1: So, now let's move, now on. Let's move on to the hot take. Um, First of all, I'd just like to apologise to anyone who was bullied at school before 2016, because according to some random person on Twitter, bullying wasn't a thing until Donald Trump became president. So if you were bullied at school before this point, then it didn't happen and you've just imagined it.
0: So say Wales basically tweeted an article about a teacher who'd made fun of a student's weight and their fake tan fail. So someone on Twitter called, show us your puns, replied to the article, people mock Donald Trump for years when the media normalise it, what do you expect? To be fair to this person, I do think that people that are having pops of Donald Trump for his weight
1: are, like, in the wrong because, not because of hurting Donald Trump's feelings, because, like, you know, no one really cares about that. But because if you've got friends who are, like, of the same sort of stature as Donald Trump, then it might, like, it kind of tells them that you think there's something wrong with it. So, but I don't know why this person feels the need to, like, go, you know, put the neck out and stick up for Donald Trump out of all people.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, like, I get the point that, like, oh, well, it's okay to call Donald Trump, like, orange and stuff. But, like, it makes logical sense. But I don't really, like you, I don't really feel the need to jump to, like, Donald Trump's defence, especially when, like, a, he's a world leader and obviously subjects himself to, like, a different kind of scrutiny, especially when you're kind of the person that he is, like, so, like, deliberately provocative, like, don't expect comments back. Um, But also, like, he literally called Kim Jong-un fat so it's kind of like you know if you're willing to name call people like that then you should probably expect something back and you shouldn't complain about it not that he is. (laughs) is don't dish it if you can't take it that's the thing but yeah
1: that's a good point because like on twitter it's always like oh crooked hillary sleepy joe and
0: like all that kind of thing so
1: you know if you're gonna stick up for someone being harassed online like don't let it be him
0: No, exactly. He literally made an advert in the election and it was Joe Biden in like a senior citizen's home saying like, you've got dementia and stuff. So, I know it was so bad. And then he got taken off Facebook. Karma.
1: So in case you missed it, Lauren wrote a little review on the book that everyone is talking about, Sally Rooney's Normal People. And surprisingly, since she's normally quite uh, reserved in giving out positive reviews, uh, you gave this book five stars, which surprised us. If I'm honest,
0: I know I'm sorry to disappoint you, Bronwyn. <laughs> but let us make the case. I just thought normal people is like I know you say it's like first world problems and stuff, and it is obviously, but I kind of liked it. It was like I don't know. It's actually how relationships happen between like men and women, like our age in this like actual like period and usually i just sit and read classics so i'm like mm-hmm. stuck in an 18th century like world of thinking um but like this is it was like different and i was like oh and i just couldn't put it down because the way she writes it she doesn't bother putting like speech marks in and stuff and it's just like you continuously just reading and reading and reading i literally couldn't put it down so i'll, I'll give you
1: that one but it was kind of like you know trash telly where you just know that the message or something is horrible but it's so well made that you just can't stop
0: yeah, I I feel like that's like similar to Bridgerton, like you know, like what the, what is that? But also, I just cannot stop. I just love it so much. Yeah. But normal people was I do have to say I just loved the whole thing. I loved everything about it. And yes, like Marianne's like rich and stuff, but like Connell's not. And it's really just it's just wholesome. I just loved it. My biggest
1: issue with the whole thing was Alan, right? For those who haven't read it, that's Marianne's brother, who was just like. A terrible, horrible person, but to like unrealistic proportions. So he's just on one all the time for no reason, but he's also like weak. So it was just too much of like a convenient villain with like no nuance. Like he was just completely horrible, violent for no reason. Yeah. And I just thought it was quite like, you know, Marianne has to be the victim. Maybe it was a decision when writing, like, oh, there's nothing other than a man being a bit horrible. There's nothing really in her life that makes her like a victim other than she just like feels sort of different from other people.
0: So, yeah.
1: you know, I'm not going to say it was like terrible because I, I did enjoy it. I think it's good. I can understand the hype. But for me, it was just like so like self-indulgent, which, you know, that floats some people's boats, but just just not mine.
0: Yeah, I know. I do get what you mean about um Alan, to be honest, because it is kind of like he only exists for the sole function to like... <laughs> just
1: to annoy me, life. yeah.
0: Yeah, like basically, but I, I I, get actually, I'll take your point about like East Week because at the end, like when Connell goes over to him, he doesn't even say anything, he just like cowers in the yeah. door. It's like, I thought he would have put up a fight, like, I thought they would have got into a fight, but they didn't. Yeah, I wish he'd like, made them fight.
1: Yeah, it, it just, I think if they took Alan out of it, it wouldn't have made any difference whatsoever to the story.
0: Yeah, that's true, actually. I know yeah. what you I mean. Other than
1: that, though, like fine but my only other issue and this is a trivial one i said this to you the other day every other word was the word wiped it was i
0: noticed that did you not because when i was
1: reading it i got like halfway through and i was like there's a lot of wiping in this book it's like marianne
0: wiped her head connell wiped his lips and i was like how much wiping do these people do maybe it was because i read it like and i mean this like from the moment i opened it i didn't stop like maybe maybe that's why i didn't notice because i was like just kind of binge reading it it made me us feel
1: thing. like conscious of my face like every time i read the word wiped i was like making us feel like i had to do that as well
0: <laughs> i love that and so finally we have our final segment of the podcast which is all about life in lockdown So since most listeners are probably students or people working from home, we thought it would be a good idea to share our top tips for working literally in your bedroom or in your kitchen.
1: Yeah, for me personally, I've been alternating between a few methods. And I've also got a few on my list that I want to try to see if that makes us more productive. And at the moment, I use these absolutely stupid Harry Potter Pomodoro timers on YouTube so it's 25 minutes of ambient noise like coffee shop sounds or library sounds and then like a kind of moving picture like with rain or something and then it's five minutes of music just so you know it's the break but if I want to do a longer session there's a channel called Nemo's Dreamscapes on YouTube that do sounds for studying so you don't get distracted Um, and it's the same thing just like kind of rain in a different room and like very relaxing things and um, there's also a lad called Josh Chen on YouTube who does a study with me where he works for 40 minutes to an hour and then watches a short episode of um, anime or, you know, any other short TV show and then he repeats it and he claims that it's helped him get a, a 4.0 GPE, which for the non-Americans, I think is like <laughs> pretty good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I used to do like... A similar thing to that when i was at school like i would work well i mean i'd probably work for like two hours or something and then i'd watch like an episode of have, have i got news for you and it would be like oh great and then i get back to it but now yeah. i really do that because i can't stand the reading for like philosophy because it's so dense so mm-hmm. i downloaded this app called be focused on my laptop and it's like a little timer that comes up in like the bar at the top of your screen and you can set the timer so when I'm reading I set the timer for like 15 minutes and every time you read it just does that for 15 and then I have a five minute break afterwards and so instead mm-hmm. of like what I used to do which was well for the past two years I've decided oh I need to read this so you sit down and you chain yourself to the desk trying to read but like you can't focus so if you have 15 minutes of proper focus and you're like able to think about what it is and then you can have five minutes like literally i just scroll through tiktok for five minutes and it's great and then just get back Mm -hmm. to it and i'm not being funny but i've never read so quickly in my life since i've started doing this
1: yeah it is a good method to like kind of break it up so you know you're not going to be doing it for more than 15 minutes so your brain's like oh well you know it's not that bad you like trick yourself into doing it but you know when you like watch things about like studying and things like that and the number one advice is always like get up at the same time every day and yeah. for me with all this going on that's like the hardest part mm-hmm. because you study and you so your workspace and your living space of like completely overlap so yeah it's not like you know I used to be like quite good at kind of like getting up the same time and like going to the library for like half nine every day but I was held accountable because I could meet my friend and if I wasn't there everyone would be like oh, you know yeah you couldn't be asked to get out of bed kind of thing but now now it's like you know I'll tell myself right by half nine I'll be at my desk that's like four foot away from my bed and for some reason it's so much harder.
0: No I agree like this morning I was gonna get up at half eight and I didn't get up until half nine and I was like oh okay but then most days it like I'm all I'm all right now now there's other people in the house but like then other days I'll not get up till like half ten and it's like yeah. uh, so I've just wasted like how many hours of like not working it's so hard.
1: Yeah that's it and like you know not not kind of too bad but i do feel when you get up at like half 10 you do have that like guilty feeling of like i just wasting my day now i'm not going to be able to go to sleep for ages and
0: Mm -hmm. i just hate it no i agree like the days i get up like i like the other week i was getting up at like seven o'clock in the morning and those Mm -hmm. days i like felt great but then i'd get to like three o'clock in the afternoon and i'd be so tired yeah but it's like i don't know you just do the best you can you know what i mean that's it yeah that's
1: that's kind of the advice isn't it like just as long as you know within yourself that like you're trying your best within you know while sort of dealing with those (laughs) feelings of anxiety and everything about what's going on then you can't really have a go
0: yeah you can't ask for much more than that of yourself really yeah exactly So that's all from us. Thank you for listening and don't forget to follow our social media channels at ClassActPCast on Twitter and at ClassActPodcast on Instagram.